0: for your morning
1: briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news you are tuned in to mining stock daily now reporting from the clear creek digital studios in denver colorado here's your host trevor hall good morning everybody welcome back into mining stock daily and our morning briefing i'm trevor hall
0: and i'm paul harris
1: today is monday february 7th uh paul good to connect you back to our regular scheduled programming
0: Yes, uh, last week we were both out at the Roundup, and uh, that uh, obviously put a spanner in the works for a morning briefing.
1: Yes, but uh, nonetheless, we were very busy last week, but we're back here to uh, get things back on track. Uh, let's get started. Last week, gold rallied from 1780 to as high as 1816, although the week was punctuated with two huge down spikes during COMEX trading hours on Thursday and Friday mornings. Both days saw the paper gold price plunge abruptly below $1,800 when, and then snap back above just as quickly. The Mining Stock Journal said that the effort by nefarious anti-gold forces to hold the yellow metal below $1,800 has failed several times in the last few weeks. More interestingly, it said that it feels as though there's a gold buyer accumulating on any price ambush that takes the price, paper gold price below $1,800. A report about a week ago said 21 tons of gold were removed from the Federal Reserve's custodial vault in New York. The entity was not identified, but was likely a foreign central bank repatriating gold.
0: Silver traded in a similar pattern to gold last week. Immense demand for physical silver bullion is reflected in the rising premiums of silver bullion coins at Bitcoin dealers. The Mining Stock Journal said silver coin premiums are at their highest spread to spot since the physical silver shortage in 2020. The Mining Stock Journal noted that gold has been in a well-defined uptrend since the end of September. Silver appears to have listed into an uptrend in mid-December. The newsletter added that all market signals point to the potential for a big move in the metals soon. All that remains is for the mining stocks to follow suit and we will have a good old-fashioned gold rush to enjoy. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a quick word from today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources is advancing the past-producing Delamar project in southwestern Idaho, The company has continued to demonstrate resource growth and conversion through greenfield and brownfield exploration and plans on delivering a pre-feasibility study to further de-risk and advance the project towards permitting. Integra Resources trades on the TSXV under ITR and the NYSE American under ITRG.
1: And here's what you need to know this morning in last week's long form episode here on the podcast, we heard from Elemental royalty's CEO Frederick Bell regarding the hostile takeover bid for the company by gold royalty Today, Elemental reported holders of a firm majority of the company's shares have reiterated to management that they intend to reject the all share hostile takeover bid as elemental has previously noted if the hostile bid were to succeed, elemental shareholders would only own approximately twelve percent of of the combined company while Elemental will contribute 62% of the revenue based on Gold Royalties pro forma financial information. The company trades on the TSX Venture with ELE and on the OTC QX with ELEMF.
0: In Colombia Rugby Mining said it plans to initiate a comprehensive exploration program at its undrilled Cobrasco porphyry copper molybdenum system in the west of the country in April leading to drilling in June following the publication of a resolution in January 28th which allows exploration in forest reserve areas to proceed without undertaking a land change extraction process the resolution means exploration can proceed as long as it does not require forestry use removal of forest cover or forest fragmentation. Cobrasco is in the Porphyry Belt about midway between First Quantum Mineral's Cobre Panama to the north and Sol Gold's Alpala to the south. Rugby mining trades on the TSXV under RUG. Thesis Gold announced initial 2021 drilling results from the Thesis 3 zone at its Ranch Gold project in north central British Columbia in Canada. It said it made a discovery at the West Zone, where hole 12 returned 28 metres, grading 6.07 grams per tonne, which appears to parallel known mineralisation at the Thesis 3 occurrence. The company said the discovery demonstrates the significant potential that exists within the Thesis Structural Corridor and across the largely underexplored ranch project. The Thesis Structural Corridor has a strike length exceeding 1500 metres, which is largely unexplored. Planning is underway for the 2022 drill program, where it will continue to contest this very promising new zone. Thesis Gold trades on the TSXV under TAU.
1: TG Gold reported due intercepts from the Cayley Rainier target zone located 700 meters south of the historical J.M. Pitt at TDG's former producing Shasta project, also in British Columbia. Hole 22 returned 50.17 grams per ton gold and 4,871 grams per ton silver over 1.5 meters. This was included in a broader interval of 16.2 meters, grading 7.22 grams per ton gold and 817 grams per ton silver, starting at a downhole depth of 100 meters. This initial drill test has identified a near surface subvertical west dipping potential extension of the JM zone, 500 meters south of the furthest extent of the previous small scale underground workings. TDG Gold trades on the TSX Venture with TDG.
0: Palladium 1 provided their final assay results from Kakua South in Finland. These returned 4.4 grams per tonne palladium equivalent over 7.5 metres within 2.6 grams per tonne over 49.3 metres starting 55 metres downhole. All assays for the greater Kakua area with the exception of the three holes in the satellite Motolampi Zone have now been received. Resource modeling can now begin for the updated Kakua Mineral Resource Estimate expected later this quarter. Palladium One trades on the TSX Venture under PDM and on the OTCQB with NORF.
1: In Alaska Trilogy Metals said the Alaska Industrial Development and Export Authority approved the proposed plan and budget for the 2022 summer field season, activities and services of up to $30.8 million US for the Ambler Access Project for its Arctic Copper Mine development. The cost will be shared 50-50 by Ida and Ambler Metals, the joint venture company owned by Trilogy and South32. During the 2022 field season, IDA will carry out geotechnical investigations, right-of-way surveys, environmental studies, road and bridge engineering design work, and cultural resources work. A year ago, the U.S. Bureau of Land Management, the National Park Service, and IDA signed right-of-way agreements giving IDA the ability to cross federally owned and managed lands along the route. The Authorizing documents with the two agencies are the final federal permits it requires. Trilogy Metals trades on the TSX and the NYSE American under TMQ. And we have a late entry from District Metals this morning. They provided an update from the Bakar property located in North Vancouver Island, British Columbia, which is a JV with Sherpa 2 Holdings. That was announced back in August of 2022. A recent exploration work on the road-accessible Bicar property has identified a large and high-priority target named Elephant Crossing, which is defined by strongly altered adjacent host rocks coincident with geochemical and geophysical anomalies. Two rock chip samples from outcrop at the edge of the covered coincident VTEM and ZTEM anomalies returned 0.49% copper and 4.13% copper. This is a previously unknown mineral occurrence and represents a new discovery at Bacar. So we'll get more from District Metals and Bacar property in the future. District Metals trades on the TSX Venture with DMX. Uh, that concludes today's morning briefing. Uh, we will be back hopefully later today with some more market commentary looking to schedule get so finally scheduled with a couple people. So you know stay tuned with us throughout the day. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Until later today, I'm Trevor Hall.
0: And I'm Paul Harris.
1: Have a great day, everybody. Be well.